The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're up to the middle of the week already. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, June 9th, 2021, Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Saint Ephraim. He lived in the fourth century, and Ephraim the Syrian left us hundreds of hymns and poems on the faith that inflamed and inspired the whole church. But relatively few facts are known about his life. Most historians believe he was born into a Christian family, although not baptized until an adult, which was pretty common at the time. Many guess that he was born in the early 4th century in Mesopotamia, where he spent most of his adult life. Ephraim served as teacher and possibly deacon under four bishops of Nisibis. Ephraim, however, did not live in easy times in Nisibis. He died in the year 373. St. Ephraim, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for young people who are preparing for marriage with the support of a Christian community. May they grow in love with generosity, faithfulness, and patience. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today we give you thanks for the law. You say in today's gospel, I have come not to abolish, but to complete, to fulfill the law and the prophets. You say not one dot, not a single stroke will be left from the law until its purpose is achieved. So you come today to fulfill the law. This is something we want to pray about because it's, it's not immediately obvious what that means for our life. You know, Matthew's gospel likes to show you Jesus as the fulfiller of the Jewish law. In many, many ways in Matthew's gospel, we see you fulfilling the prophecies of the Old Testament, of referring to the Torah, of here in, in the fifth chapter of Matthew's gospel, referring specifically to the law. And it's said in scripture studies that this is to show you as the fulfillment of the Jewish law when speaking to a Jewish audience, as St. Matthew was. But this is no mere literary device. This is not just St. Matthew presenting you as someone appropriate to the Jewish people. This is truly you knowing the beauty of the law and wanting to fulfill that. St. Matthew only records it because you yourself want to fulfill it. You know the quality, the value, 
the, the importance of the law in our lives. So this is what we want to pray about today. In every single area of life, we find law, we find rules. This, this summer, we're preparing all around the world for the Olympic Games in Tokyo, delayed from last summer, as we know, and eagerly anticipated. Every single game in that competition, it wouldn't work if it didn't have rules. For example, the, the offside rule in football. You know, f- football only works because there, there's the offside rule. The, the ball being out in tennis, if it falls outside the white line, it's out. If it falls inside, it's in. A skier in the Winter Olympics who touches one of the bollards as they go down, they get penalised if they do. We understand fully the nature of law and rules in the area of sport. We know too, those rules are only painful when they're broken. Until that point, we don't really need to think about the rules. We don't need to think about the boundaries. We play within them. It's only when you know the player on our team is offside and he's deemed offside and the goal isn't given, then it hurts us. We think, oh no, you know, it's so unfair, this rule, whatever. It's true in our diet, you know, eating and drinking certain things to eat, certain things uh, if we eat too much of, we know it's bad for us. We have rules in social company. We say please and thank you. Children are brought up to, to have these social laws. In family life, you know, when I was growing up, there were rules about bedtime, there were rules about sharing the computer with my brothers and sisters. So we can't really expect it'll be any different, Jesus, in the area of our spiritual lives. Something that's so important, of course, of course, there are going to be uh, rules around that, boundaries around that, that, that act for our, for our health, for our spiritual health. So Jesus, we come to you today to try to understand those better. Many, sometimes ourselves, would rather, Jesus had said, make up your own mind for what's life-giving. You know, kind of discern for yourself and, and go with what feels right. But instead, Jesus, you show us your care for us precisely in setting the rules of the spiritual life. In today's gospel of echoing and fulfilling the Ten Commandments echoing, fulfilling the the law that had um, been passed down through the Jewish generations. Also of giving us the church. You know, St. Matthew's gospel is also the the gospel in which you tell us about the church of St. Peter, of guided by the Holy Spirit. You give us the church to lead us in the right teaching in the moral life throughout all the generations, all 2,000 years of the different moral questions that have come up. Not every single question could have been answered when you were walking the earth, Jesus And so you give us the church as your mouthpiece. Promised to have the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit, speaking through the Pope, speaking through the bishops, speaking through the church when it teaches on certain questions. We see in many areas today that very moral teaching of the church being challenged and often ridiculed. Today, Jesus, in our prayer, we want to thank you for that precisely. We want to thank you for the law of the church. We want to thank you for the law of the scriptures. Even if, or maybe we could say, especially if we find ourselves challenged on occasion by some of that teaching. Jesus, we come to you today, honestly, we come to you today with whatever's going on in our hearts. Maybe, maybe some challenge in the area of, of the moral life. If this is our reality today, Jesus, we ask you for your grace. I like to picture this a bit like a a boxing ring. You know, in the middle of the ring is where 
our spiritual battle is taking place, where we face a daily struggle, where we face temptation, where we hear the call to make each moment holy. And then just like a boxer, we can take a breather while leaning up against the ropes. We go back to the ropes to lean up against them, take a breather to get back into the fight again. And these ropes are the law that Jesus is telling. You're telling us, Jesus, you're not removing those ropes. You're not taking them away. Instead, you're, you're fulfilling them. You're making sure they will be for us a sure support, a boundary line, a guide point for how to get up, get back up and fight again. You know, reminded of, of our call, reminded of the rules of the game, reminded of the rules of the spiritual life. We lean against them for support and it, 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 it kind of trampolines us back into, into the spiritual life. But here in our prayer, we know also very well, Jesus, that we, even if we can say in words and um, even here in our prayer, we can say we find your law, the natural law, the moral law, we find it beautiful. This is true. We also know we struggle. We struggle. We struggle in many areas of, of, of life, of the spiritual life, of the church's teaching. Maybe as we pray today, we find ourselves in the midst of some storm, some, some temptation, some, some struggle with an area of that teaching, an area of the law where we, we want to push past it and we find it pushing up against us. Maybe that's where you find yourself today as you pray. And maybe you need to hear the voice of the Lord Jesus calming you. Jesus, we pray you calm us now, calm our hearts. Calm our hearts as you calm the storm on Lake Galilee. In the words of a beautiful hymn, Dear Lord and Father of Mankind, we pray, Breathe through the heats of our desire, thy coolness and thy balm. Speak through the earthquake, wind and fire, O still small voice of calm. Jesus, let your voice be for us, the calm in the storm. In whatever, we're, in whatever we're facing right now. This struggle is precisely where our holiness lies. Holiness doesn't lie in never struggling. If that were true, there would be no holiness. Because every single person who calls themselves a human, <laughs> which is every one of us, struggles. We struggle, struggle, struggle every day. And so we mustn't feel discouraged by the fact we struggle. The very opposite, we should feel encouraged that you, Jesus, have given us a sure guide, your own voice speaking through the church, speaking through the scriptures, which is your proof that you would remain with us until the end of time. One of the many proofs that we have that you've remained with us is your law, your voice, Jesus, speaking in the scriptures, speaking in the church, speaking maybe in our spiritual director who says something uh, challenging to us, speaking through our confessor, who maybe says something challenging to us. Let's lean in our prayer today. Let's lean against the law that you so wanted to fulfill and not abolish, Jesus. And let's draw from it direction, healthy boundaries for whatever it is that we're experiencing right now. Mother Mary, you are in the truest sense, mother of the law, in the sense that the law is Jesus Christ and you're his mother. That lovable law, the self-giving law, the law who gives us the grace to fulfill the law. <laughs> you know, he doesn't leave us a law and say, good luck. He gives us the grace to be faithful. He gives us the grace to struggle. Mother Mary, we can't do this alone. We want you to hold our hand. 
to, to help us, help us to live the law, which is the law of love, ultimately. The law of self-giving, the law of freedom. Help us to live this. Help us to see it as a law of love. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 15 past the hour. We'll pray in just a minute. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time, June 9th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. The liturgical day begins. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship. Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people. The flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. 
So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath, the man who stood so firm. A mere shadow, the man passing by. A mere breath, the riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. 
I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in Him. A reading from the book of Joshua. Early the next morning, Joshua moved with all the Israelites from Shittim to the Jordan, where they lodged before crossing over. Three days later, the officers went through the camp and issued these instructions to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, which the Levitical priests will carry, you must also break camp and follow it, that you may know the way to take for you have not gone over this road before. But let there be a space of two thousand cubits between you and the ark. Do not come nearer to it. Joshua also said to the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will perform wonders among you. And he directed the priests to take up the ark of the covenant and go on ahead of the people. And they did so. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know I am with you as I was with Moses. Now command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come to a halt in the Jordan when they reach the edge of the waters. So Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here. And listen to the words of the Lord your God. He continued, This is how you will know that there is a living God in your midst, who at your approach will dispossess the Canaanites, Hittites, Hevites, Perizzites, Girishites, Amorites, and Jebusites. 
the ark of the covenant of the Lord of the whole earth, will precede you into the Jordan. Now choose twelve men, one from each of the tribes of Israel. When the soles of the feet of the priests carrying the ark of the Lord, the Lord of the whole earth, touch the water of the Jordan, it will cease to flow. For the water flowing down from upstream will halt in a solid bank. The people struck their tents to cross the Jordan, with the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant ahead of them. No sooner had the priestly barriers of the Ark waded into the waters at the edge of the Jordan, which overflows all its banks during the entire season of the harvest. Then the waters flowing from upstream halted, backing up in a solid mass for a very great distance indeed from Adam, a city in the direction of Zarathon, while those flowing downstream toward the salt sea of the Arabah disappeared entirely. Thus, the people crossed over opposite Jericho. While all Israel crossed over dry ground, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord remained motionless on dry ground in the bed of the Jordan until the whole nation had completed the passage. That day, the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and thenceforth during his whole life, they respected him as they had respected Moses. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Commandments to come up from the Jordan. Joshua did so, and when the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the bed of the Jordan, as the soles of their feet regained the dry ground, the waters of the Jordan resumed their course, and as before overflowed all its banks. The people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and camped in Gilgal on the eastern limits of Jericho. While the Israelites were encamped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, they celebrated the Passover on the evening of the fourteenth of the month. On the day after the Passover, they ate the produce of the land in the form of unleavened cakes and parched grain. On that same day after the Passover on which they ate of the produce of the land, the manna ceased. No longer was there manna for the Israelites who that year ate of the yield of the land of Canaan. The Word of the Lord Israel crossed the Jordan on dry land, for God dried up its waters, just as in the past he had dried up the waters of the Red Sea, so, so that, that all the peoples of the earth may know that, that the hand of the Lord is mighty. What has happened that the sea has been put to flight, and the Jordan has turned back on itself? 
so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty. A reading from a homily on Joshua by Origen Priest The Ark of the Covenant led the people of God across the Jordan. The priests and the Levites halted, and the waters, as though out of reverence to the ministers of God, stopped flowing. They piled up in a single mass, thus allowing the people of God to cross in safety. As a Christian, you should not be amazed to hear of these wonders performed for men of the past. The divine word promises much greater and more lofty things to you who have passed through Jordan's stream by the sacrament of baptism. He promises you a passage even through the sky. Listen to what Paul says concerning the just. We shall be caught up in the clouds to meet Christ in heaven, and so we shall always be with the Lord. There is absolutely nothing for the just man to fear. The whole of creation serves him. Listen to another promise that God makes him through the prophet. If you pass through the fire, the flame shall not burn you, for I am the Lord your God. The just man is everywhere welcome, and everything renders him service. So you must not think that these events belong only to the past, and that you who now hear the account of them do not experience anything of the kind. It is in you that they all find their spiritual fulfillment. You have recently abandoned the darkness of idolatry, and now you desire to come and hear divine law. This is your departure from Egypt. When you became a catechumen and began to obey the laws of the church, you passed through the Red Sea. Now at the various stops in the desert, you give time every day to hear the law of God and to see the face of Moses unveiled by the glory of God. But once you come to the baptismal font, and, in the presence of the priests and deacons, are initiated into those sacred and august mysteries which only those know who should, then, through the mystery of the priests, you will cross the Jordan and enter the promised land. There Moses will hand you over to Jesus, and he himself will be your guide on your new journey. Mindful, then, of all the mighty works of God, remember that he divided the sea for you and held back the waters of the river. You will turn to them and say, Why was it sea that you fled? Jordan, why did you turn back? Mountains, why did you skip like rams and you hills like young sheep? And the word of the Lord will reply, The earth is shaken at the face of the Lord, at the face of the God of Jacob, who turns stones into a pool and rock into springs of water. Great are your judgments, Lord, and beyond all describing. You have exalted your people and made them glorious. You made a road through the sea and a path through the deep waters. You have exalted your people and made them glorious. Let us pray. O God, from whom all good things come, grant that we who call on you in our need may at your prompting discern what is right, and by your guidance do it, through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's Gospel in Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up. 
in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for June 9th, 2021, Wednesday of the 10th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, just in case you had the wrong idea about why I came, it's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Think not that I have come to abolish the law and the prophets. I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so, shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But he who does them and teaches them shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's been said many times before, and it's still true. We can't do anything on our own. We need God's grace. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. Through original sin, human nature lost the state of sanctity to which it had been raised by God, and as a consequence, it was also deprived of the integrity and interior order that it had once possessed. Since the first sin was committed, man has lacked the strength of will that would enable him to fulfill all the moral precepts that are known to him. After sin made its appearance on earth, doing good became something difficult. Man, therefore, is divided in himself. As a result, the whole life of man, both individual and social, shows itself to be a struggle and a dramatic one between good and evil, between light and darkness. God's help is absolutely necessary if we are to be able to perform acts which are directed towards the supernatural life. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to claim anything as coming from us. Our sufficiency is from God. Moreover, because of original sin, that help becomes still more necessary. No one is freed from sin by himself or by his own efforts. No one is raised above himself or completely delivered from his own weakness, solitude, or slavery. We all need Christ, who is the model, master, physician, liberator, savior, and giver of life. Without him, we can do nothing. With him, we can do all things. Although human nature is not corrupted by original sin, even after baptism we experience a tendency towards evil, and we find it hard to do good. It is the so-called concupiscence that, without being itself a sin, proceeds from sin and inclines us towards sin. Freedom itself, although not entirely suppressed, has been weakened. We can understand, then, in the light of this doctrine, that our good works, which are the fruits of sanctity and apostolate, belong in the first place to God. In the second place, very much in the second place, 
They are the result of our having corresponded as instruments which are always weak and disproportionate with grace. God asks us always to bear in mind the abject penury of our condition so that we may avoid the danger of ever becoming conceited. Often, as St. Alphonsus Liguori says, a man dominated by pride is a thief who is even worse than other thieves because he does not steal anything of earthly value but instead steals God's glory. According to the Apostle, we cannot in fact do any good work of ourselves. We cannot even think a good thought. Because of this, when we manage to do some good, let us address ourselves to our Lord, saying, For all things come from thee, and of thy own we have given thee. Whenever we find we have good results in our hands, we must offer them once more to God, because we know that only what is evil or is in some way defective belongs to us. Beauty and goodness belong to God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and it's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God, cry aloud to God, that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. 
Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea. Your path through the mighty waters and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For in all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, 
let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I will bless bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior who promised to remain with his church all days until the end of the world. Let us give him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, Send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's another brand new day to make holy. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.